Hey, good evening. Evening, Clay. How you doing, buddy? Oh, it's been a busy day here. You know, it's that yeah. time of the year. A lot yeah. of hot one out there, too. <laughs> kind of like yeah. QA day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. A lot more humidity today than than, than that oh, day, I think. Oh, yeah, big time. Hey, Trampus, good to have you. Waylon, and we got Kevin on. He says, what's in the breeze, folks? Well, uh, <laughs> depends on where you're downwind of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric's looking for our buddy already. Hey, Larry, how are you out there, liberal? <laughs> Gene says, who's the intro song performed by? Um, what's the name of that town? Nefix. N-E-F-I-X. Yeah, you can find Netflix. them on YouTube. It's a uh, free use music. So, yeah, go check them out on YouTube. Yep. But, well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, let's hit that 2A, uh, Clayton. Get into it right away. The way we start off each and every episode with the Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And uh, like I said, it, I say it every time. I think it's the most important amendment out of all of them. Yep. Yep, can't disagree with you. Before we get rolling in the in our into everything here, we had a great two A day. I was glad I was able to come up. I brought my buddy Eric along. Um, we had a few other uh, guys there that are uh, fans of the show. Yeah, um, yeah, we had Big R was there, and Dan came up from uh, from Dickinson, and yep. and uh, Casey came out there with his daughters. I have my daughter out there for about four hours, and. You know, it was Brian great. came out, and yeah, we had uh, uh, Troy. Maybe. Troy came out. Yeah, Troy was out there. Troy, he was out there all day and all night, actually. Evening down there, he is right there. Thank you for showing yep. up, buddy. Yeah, and, it, was, uh, it was great. I was going to say, uh, my favorite gun probably to shoot at 2A Day <laughs> was, and I only shot it once, Dan had that uh, NRA 45 long coal lever action, and man, he had that thing. The sights were so on on that. I, I think <laughs> I don't know how many rounds were in there. I might have missed one and shooting shooting at smaller targets even too, but uh, I think I missed just because I was getting overconfident because that thing was so accurate. But that, I didn't. That was fun shooting that no recoil, had that bigger bullet and real smooth action. That that, that was an awesome gun to shoot. Yeah, no, what um, like I said, there was there was a lot of guns there, a lot of fun, a lot of targets. Mm -hmm. uh, we even touched off the the Desert Eagle forty four mag. I know I let Wyatt give that a whirl. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of video. I just I mean I edited a few of them, put them up, and not too many. Hey, Lynette, it was a great time. Thanks for hosting us. It was awesome. Yeah, and Eric's out there setting up turkey camp. He's down to Slim Buttes uh, for the next five days. He said that's where he was going to be He's headed. after so. it, huh? Awesome. Oh, yeah. He always gets some good video, too. Yeah. I, hey, yeah. did you happen to talk to T and see if you got any of that drone footage? He did get it. He didn't get it done yet, but he's, okay. I think he's working on it tonight or tomorrow, and he's going to get it to me, so. Awesome. So yeah, there was a lot of video out there. Uh, a lot of people were taking yeah. video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna play one thing that, and then we'll play the other one a little bit later. Okay. But I thought this was pretty cool, and this come from a uh, little Tannerite action. <laughs> 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 yeah that's after we moved up on the hill there yeah i think eric shot that with his 223 actually right I, I don't even remember i think he did i, th I think he did but yeah i, I don't know if little... i was remembering a lot by that time <laughs> <laughs> i did a little editing on there and so yeah it turned out pretty cool that was awesome i love shooting that stuff yeah. up but so what do you got for a gun tonight clay well being we're gonna have a little segment coming up that's gonna tie into this i brought out my uh henry big boy there you go um, and of course this is this one's in the 45 um 
I actually have a 44. I'll probably just take the one oh, no, I shot. This is my 44. I actually have a 45. Okay. The one I do not own is the 357, so I better get one of those. I yeah, you better. <laughs> and then I've got guess a, you brought that out to Medora, I think, that time you had one. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. I, I know I, I thought I grabbed the 45. I guess it don't much matter. I had to have, you know, one of each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just lame. I guess got my... M&P 2.0, oh, yeah. you know. Did you have that there this weekend? Yeah, I did. This thing was freaking right on the money for me, too, as <laughs> usual. I, I love that handgun. I mean, if you're if you're out there at 50 yards, you're going to be in trouble. I'm going to get you somewhere. So, <laughs> Eric said, yep, he's the one that shot that. Yep, so, yeah, I figured he did. <laughs> yep, I just cut it down and made a short out of it and uh, put it on Facebook during our Facebook. You know, Lynette season. chimed in there, but all, the only thing I got asked the most about is what kind of pizza that was from Papa Murphy's. Cause that was that awesome, was man. So, yeah. I love that. That thin crust was great, too. I love That was awesome. And Gene's like, Levers, you got some catching up to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all right. right. So I want to first do also want to thank our sponsors, Lower Auto Repair, right down there on South Washington Street. You can get a hold of Doug and the boys at 701-258-6308. And I'll tell you what. Not, no one's going to treat you better than than Doug right there. And Axe was there this weekend being read at his place. So. <laughs> yeah, we've shot through a lot of his 50 cal. So if you need something uh, <laughs> fixed on your car, make sure you get down to Lower Auto. Axe has got to, got to resupply his 50 cal ammo there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess then we should probably roll in. We're going to, I guess let's talk about our poll we had. Yep, up poll of the week. Up. So let me see. That's the right graphic. There we go. We got it right there. Mm-hmm. So this year, this week it was what is the best all-around varmint cartridge? Results and discussion on the May twenty-fourth podcast. And as you can see, we've got uh, sixty-nine total votes. Twenty-three percent were rimfire. And I'll have Jamie give you the actual numbers here. Yeah, 50, sixteen votes. Sixteen votes. Twenty-three yep. percent. Fifty-three percent on two two four center fires, so twenty-two center fire class. That was 53%. thirty-six votes, yeah. And other was twenty-four percent, which we'll get into in the comments here shortly. Yep, there was, and then well, I did get one comment I had to grab, and this okay. comes from Gene. He says, "Hunting <laughs> with the right caliber." It's all broke out there. Forty-five yeah. seventy. So Gene was just telling Clay, talking <laughs> lever axes, you gave him a shot. And Gene's, yeah, he's obviously a 4570 man right there. It covers everything for him. Varmints oh, all the way up great. to Blackbird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, there Lynette has a pizza up there. Extra large in New York style. New York style. What, 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 yeah, what, I do what like something from New York. Was it meat or was it herbal meat? Or I don't know. That's what I was asking. It was organic, Clay. Don't, don't worry. It was actually good for you. It didn't matter. <laughs> it tasted good. <laughs> Going in and going out. Uh, so I'll go into some of the comments here um, for the other, which other and rimfire were tied at 16. So, and I mean, 224 center fire class, mm-hmm. double, more than double them. So, I and I will say right now, my favorite, well, not only just my favorite all around cartridge, my favorite cartridge is 223 right. Remington. So, well, so we got uh, Brian Warner. He, he's a top fan. He'd have been there, but uh, uh, he was up in Alaska. He says 22, 250. Mike Averly's got 22-250. Bob Crumpton, he's uh, 223s are, are good and a- handy for an AR, but 22-250 is hard to beat for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy, Troy Howard, he was out there. Troy's got the 204 is what he likes. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. He had another fun toy, though, that I liked out there. That 350, yeah. 
Well, uh, then that that's six five by two eighty four. Yeah. We got some long range. Well, long range with a lot of people at four hundred and sixty yep. yards. We were shooting. Dougie's got a uh, deer deer gong. We were shooting it, and I'm gonna get a compilation. Everybody shooting at that. That was pretty fun. That was real fun, actually. So, uh, Rory <laughs> Rory Cyberson three thirty eight Ultra Mag works pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody gave him a little uh, a ribbon here, so it might be a little small for those male prairie dogs. <laughs> yeah. He goes, nope, works good. <laughs> well, we three hundred Justin Weberg three hundred Win Mag is just a thing of beauty. Yep, yep, for sure. We got another uh, Brandon Raft Raft Seth. 22250. There you go. Now we're getting into Clay's country here. Ruben Voigt, 220 Swift. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I really enjoy the Swift. Yeah. And our buddy from up there in Hazen, Jesse Flath, uh, depends on your definition of varmint. He's got Yosemite Sam up there with his hands <laughs> out um, questioning things. And and uh, he, he says the, the rabbits, squirrels, skunks, rimfire, fox, coons, beaver. Uh, light 22 center fire badgers and other tougher stuff 87 b max 6 mm you know and and um what i go on here oh i said uh well i said aren't coyotes considered predators he said yeah but he's 243 with 87 so and uh yeah well, he did actually say 22 250 you got in there with you there clay and then he said he's lost some um, longer hits with the 223, which I, I can't disagree. If you two, I, I agree. Um, 223, 300, 350. I mean, yeah, I can hit him longer now, but and then they've dropped. But I'm not gonna lie either. I, I haven't. I've recovered all of them. I've shot farther than that clay, mm -hmm. or I've actually missed. So <laughs> you know, and I can tell you, yes, I have lost some with the Swift, but not very often. I shoot a 55 V Max through it. Um, and it's rolling pretty good. I use, of course, Ramshot Hunter. Mm -hmm. and um, Good stuff. It's my 10-shot string on those when I built those loads were like right around 37.51. So that's smoking. That's moving mm -hmm. right along. Real and good. I, I enjoy that round. I can't say that I've lost that many, but uh, I guess I know it's limitations. Maybe that's the big thing. I don't know. Yep, yep. So moving on here, we got Dustin Weedrick, 22 LR subs with a silencer. I love that. I like that. That's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric, uh, Eric Newman, best all-around varmint cartridge is the cartridge I have in hand when I see varmints. Especially when he's going to church on Sunday. He has a little drive, so yeah, he yeah. way over and back. Our buddy, uh, our buddy Jason Lotsis, the guy I went to high school with down there in, uh, I think he's in South Carolina. Carolina. 6.5 Grendel or 2.24 Valkyrie in an AR platform. Right on, buddy. Mm -hmm. Love that. Love that. Uh, Dave, ha well, <laughs> Dave, ha ha, nerf. That's not, but uh, he's, he's all about the Ackley, man. He's He's got some you know, weird things in here I don't understand. Eager, uh, splitting, loud and <laughs> loud and boomer. Yeah, yeah, he's all those, something I with Ackley. You, the Ackleys are nice. I've shot some 6.43 or some, some 2.43 and some 6 millimeter Ackley improved. They, it does make a difference. It changes the shoulder, and um, mm -hmm. it's it just a smoking round. A lot of guys who hunt coyotes like those, too. Yeah. And so by, by all around, what I meant was um, effective on a variety of varmints, ammo selection, bullet variety, affordability, and availability. So, and then that, Jesse said, then definitely a 243 or some 6mm, which, okay. And then jeans, you, know, you put jeans up there. We got yep. Chris Brownell, um, 220. He's going on there with you, Clay, with the 220s, right? Yep. Oh yeah, yep. Chris is from Minnesota. He comes out here shooting. Okay, 
he's the guy that makes the targets. So he he brought you a president. He brought tax a presidential target. Okay, awesome. Hey, that's <laughs> and he talked how he that's the same bullet he was shooting and IMR forty sixty four. And I used to load that as well until I switched over to granule powders. I I just prefer those over stick powder. Nothing wrong mm -hmm. with IMR, but that's a stick powder, and I've kind of went away from it. Okay. I think we got some grains in our face when the axle suppressor blew off of his. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Justin Thompson, he he said 243. That's his best all around. He's with that. Lee Entrican, he's going 22250. Chris Johnson said poison. It uh, does a really good job of controlling them. To which I said true, but not nearly as fun or entertaining. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chris, a friend of mine who uh, well, he's originally from Wyoming, actually yeah. from Minnesota. And I met him. Uh, we went out to Wyoming, done a lot of hunting out there. And he ended up, he's in Florida now. So I don't think there's too many sod puppies down there. No. things to shoot, though. Yeah, um, plenty of that. Hey, Chris, if you ever listen to this, kill as many of them ugly pythons as you can here. <laughs> yeah. Well, no you know what, Clay? You could give us an intro to this Minnesota thing. I just realized I didn't plug in my computer. My battery's about to die. Oh, so. yeah. No, I can <laughs> definitely do that. So, all right, guys, we're going to move then right into that while he's getting his. Uh, power cord so in minnesota they have decided that uh, they're gonna go for gun control yet again uh no surprise uh they got a majority all the way across and they introduced senate file 2909 and it's actually a, an omnibus bill it's it's packed with all kinds of things as far as a bill goes it's basically a spending bill and they didn't have enough balls to bring it right to a floor vote and just put it in here and stuck it in there and it's going to infringe on the constitutionality of all your protected rights if you're a gun owner in Minnesota, the way it's, it's looking. Um, the bill, which pro-Second Amendment politicians fought hard against in both the Minnesota House and the Senate, includes the so-called red flag laws. We all are familiar with those. Oh, good. Those are really good. Yeah, here I like this. I found this in the comments <laughs> on, the, on the Twitter feed from the governor's twitter feed uh, they they really like the red flag like yeah so <laughs> if, if you listen on the podcast clay put that up again i know we had uh yeah got, so, the, got so, to the russians <laughs> yeah, and the chinese i'm i'm not sure what that other one is is that the hammer and sickle i think that was one of the Soviet, yeah no i got uh, that one what's oh. just the yellow star with the red i don't that's also russian it is okay I've seen that. Okay, on I mean, we've got some kind of Nazi flag there with the iron I know cross I've seen on it there. there before. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the point yeah. is, you're, 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 you know, you're a totalitarian if you're doing exactly. this kind of crap. So dictators love love gun confiscation. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So yeah, and they they went in there, and then of course they're going to have their the the old ever old. Think about this: universal background checks. That's always the big thing on the other side. Mm -hmm. Sounds mm -hmm. warm and fuzzy, don't it? Yeah. So when you got that here, let me read you what uh, good old Governor Waltz said prior. I got his prior, and, and I know we have a prior. Yeah. Go ahead and read yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So as a veteran, gun owner, hunter, and dad, I know that basic gun safety isn't a threat to the Second Amendment. It's about our first responsibility to our kids, keeping them safe. Well, the bill reaches When the bill reaches my desk, I'm going to sign a red flag law and background checks into law. Hmm. So that's the governor. Governor... Uh, a waltz. So he thinks he's throwing out his bona fides there by saying he's a veteran and a gun owner and a hunter. Oh, yeah. that, that's what um, they always do. I mean, you look right there. Yeah. As a veteran, blah, okay. blah, they always throw that out there like that justifies what they're about ready to say. Right. So, Clay, what he is there, let me clarify this a little more. You and me are getting at. Okay. Hey, Governor Waltz, yeah, you're a veteran. You're a gun owner, a hunter, and a dad. You know what you're not? You're not a Second Amendment supporter, is what you're not. Right. 
You're not. That's you're right. not a Second Amendment advocate. You don't. You don't like Second Amendment civil rights. That's what you're doing here. I'm sure you're proud as hell. You got your guns locked up in your safe. I got them here. And I got my ammo all the way up on the third floor of my mansion. Even though I'm one of them poor Democrats who doesn't have any money because I'm a common man. Yeah. Or, you know. Hey, DJ just told us he, he filled us in. It's the the gold star is the flag of Vietnam. Okay. I guess I thought well they adopted it. Okay. Russia. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I know my uncle's a Vietnam veteran. I know of many other ones in Vietnamese, the North NVA and the Kong. Not, yeah. Yeah. As long as so, they had the guns, they were good with it. Let's show you some tweets on uh, the old, the good old Gov's uh, Twitter page when he, <laughs> when he tweeted that out. FUD, of course, we've used that one before. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That isn't basic gun safety. That is a violation of civil rights. Yep. Spot on. There's nothing safety about it. And, of course... What mass shooting in U.S. history would those types of laws prevented? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So in response to that, Clay, we do have a response here um, from Dr. John Lott, um, yes. president of the Crime Prevention Research Center. Universal background checks are simply not the answer to that problem. There is not one mass public shooting this century that would have been affected if such a law had been in effect nationally. Right. Um, and, and I mean, without going through it, Clay, every, every, go ahead and give me one, go ahead, go ahead and give me one that this would have prevented because most of the, I'm not most, all of them, all of them passed this crap. And the ones that didn't do a background check, you know, did they killed somebody and took their gun? They stole it. Yeah. Well, just look at the recent ones. They all went through there. Like I said, they went through their background checks. They went through all these things that the leftists always are saying they want. So, and speaking of red flag law, wouldn't have stopped none of them. This one guy in Texas now, in this recent one in that Allen, Texas shooting thing there. Um, I mean, what, what do they ever come up with? Because not to get out, we got a lot to cover with Governor Walsh here, but real quick, um, what happened with that? Because they were saying he had he got kicked out of the military, right? Right, yep. But he still passed a background check. So is this one of them deals like that Texas shoot shooting where the military didn't, didn't well, send the stuff to the Neeks to let them know that? It could be, and it disappeared from the media real fast because it oh, didn't yeah. fit the narrative. Oh, that went it away. Just went, poof. Gone. They talked on so and on. And on like wasn't working with them. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Clay. No, no, that's fine. I'll just say something Something the media didn't like didn't didn't, didn't go with their narrative, so they dumped right. talking about that real quick. Yeah, real absolutely. quick. So exactly so, what they so did. So let's, uh, um, you know, red flag laws, if you don't know, um, just permits the government to take your firearms and without even any due process i mean maybe later that'll come for you right clay um the first time you're gonna find out about is when the door kickers come and you know they will oh yeah oh they have the authority as they like to always say yeah yep so um yeah so let's go with with justice uh clarence thomas the nra was saying aside from due process concerns the u.s supreme court decision last year's bruin case suggests red flag confiscation orders which they are the red flag confiscation orders, not common sense anything are unconstitutional on second amendment grounds so here's what uh solely on the second amendment yeah that's important yeah so here's what clarence thomas said um in order for a firearm, in order for a firearm regulation to pass constitutional muster, it must fit within the text, history, and tradition of the Second Amendment right. Specifically, the opinion noted that when the Second Amendment's plain text covers an individual's conduct, the constitutional, the Constitution presumptively protects that conduct. The government must then justify its regulation by demonstrating that it is consistent with the nation's historical tradition of firearm regulation. 
Was there ever a red flag law clay before these recent years? Have you ever heard anything like that uh, being consistent? That'd be, that'd be zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> Sorry, leftist. Not happening, man. And I, and I do love how he, you know, and I love Justice Clarence Thomas because he he completely yeah. gets it. He's in the line with Scalia, but he talks about how the government hasn't, they haven't done anything. They have to justify doing something. It's not, and that's how this goes. That's what the Bill of Rights was all about, all of them, especially the Second Amendment. But it's not up to us to prove that we're innocent. It's up to them to prove that we're guilty. It's mm -hmm. that presumption of innocence. And it's solely lays on the state, it solely lays on the government to prove that what you're doing is what you're doing. So um, California has, um, they have red flag laws and they have universal background checks. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they've had universal background checks since what, um, the early 90s oh and red flag laws since 2016. But guess what, Clay? It's working real good. California led the nation in active shooters in 2021. <laughs> Imagine that. <gasps> Impossible. How about that? How could that be in a, in a state like California? So let's hit. Um, <laughs> hey, well, we got we to just go for it. We got a few well, comments say, here. Why don't you catch up on them? And I got to get something else yeah, here. Yeah, I'm going to put this out. This is another. This is from the Twitter feed. You know, when the governor went out and said that, he goes, they put red flag isn't basic safety. It's an illegal search and seizure based on untested allegations of future crimes mm -hmm. that have not been committed. And then another guy puts up here, absent first due process or probable cause, any such seizures are a blatant violation of the Constitution. And, guys, I went through it. There was a ton of comments. I and most of them, surprisingly, were that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, yeah, you always had your ones in there that were not going to be, you know, kind to us and thought that yeah. you could go farther. But, yeah, I thought... I don't know. I, I wasn't going to put this one up, but I'm going to put this up. You said that we should put it up. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, if you're watching. This was in the comments. <laughs> and uh, it says, I grew up around guns, but no one needs an assault weapon. Oh, man. Um, and for uh, for anybody who's listening on the podcast, it's, it's, it's sarcasm. A, <laughs> some guy bent over, his gal's got a strap on, and she's pegging him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we got a few more. Oh, one fun. shot cap showed up. Hey, cap. Brandon from Man Down Sporting is one of our sponsors. Oh, hey, Brandon. And our buddy um, Jay underscore Titan, which that underscore, I'm going to put this in there, Jay Sniper Titan, because Jay Sniper Titan was sniping some shit out at 2A day. That's pretty yeah. <laughs> And I got some funny videos with him, too. We're gonna, we're gonna do, get he was them doing a good there. job out there. Yeah, he was. So, Clay, um, we got a few more things on this, and then we're going to have to hit our first uh, sponsor yes. break here. But um, Illinois, right? Illinois here, red flag law. How's that working in Chicago? Because Illinois has a red flag. They got mandatory background. They got FOID. They got waiting periods. You got to, you got to, right click, you got to have a thing for your ammo now when you buy it. You got to have yeah. an ammo card. If you, if you don't have the FOID card, you can't buy yep. anything. Yeah. And they've had them for years. So let, let me give you this real quickly. We had a new mayor sworn in, Mayor Ooh. Brandon Johnson. And you guess what? Here's his, here's his first weekend in Chicago last weekend 24 <laughs> shot, two killed. Man, them red flag laws and background checks are kicking ass, right? Yeah, um, they're working great. So here's Chicago, Clayton. Chicago, year to date, year to date, all right? Wounded, 793. That's with all these laws in effect. Remember that. This is what oh. Wall says is going to help Minnesota big time. Wounded, 793. Killed, 211. Now, that's just from year to date in one city, one city that's been governed by Democrats for 100 years. Now, let me give you this. In every year, every year, there's less than 500 people 
far less than 500 people that are killed by not just AR-15s, but all rifles combined. Less than 500. <laughs> Chicago's almost halfway there in, in, in just in this weekend. year already. Just this year already. I know I, di- I didn't catch all the numbers, but I think there was several killed, four or five, even just this past weekend. And no, um, I, that, that was the past weekend. Well, that that's was past I said. Weekend. This was, that was Mayor. Yeah. That was Mayor Brown and Johnson's first well, weekend. Twenty-four shot, that. two killed. I guarantee you, that's that is a low number from the usual weekend yep. in Chicago. Yeah, red flag, gold stars. Red flag. Plus, I mean, red flag on steroids. Red flag on growth hormone yep. is what Chicago has for for uh, for gun control. So. Yeah, Chicago's uh, probably one of the worst cities. That them and DC probably have the most shootings and killings on, mm-hmm. in any single. Oh, weekend. I got some more coming from Chicago in the two-way bullet points. Oh, man. So, okay, all right, let's, yeah, let's uh, go ahead and uh, let's uh, do a long. We want to do single. We want to do triple. Yeah, We're gonna go do the single. Okay, let's do. All right, here we go. We're gonna do our single for our main sponsor, Lauer Auto Repair. The 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads, so now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lower Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. Absolutely. And there's, uh, like I said, it's getting hot. We'll get that, get that air conditioning. You bet. That, so. And if you guys... You guys, you go into if you go into Lauer Auto, if you go into Man Down Sporting Goods, if you get something from the blind guy, to make sure and tell him you heard it on on Guns in the Seven Hundred One, and you appreciate him supporting shows like this. Matter of fact, Brandon will give you ten percent off whatever you buy at Man Down Sporting Goods if you mention you heard it on here. Yep, absolutely. And speaking of, of sponsors, hey, hey, buddy guy Dave Hansen's in. Hey, Dave, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for joining us, my friend. Yeah. The blind guy, he was out. Him and Tammy were out and uh, doing a little shooting on 2A day. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I was so, hoping Brandon was going to show up with some of them uh, Freedom toys. But <laughs> Yeah. So Jay actually has a question. He says, question for you guys when you have a moment. Does anyone know where this ATF pistol brace rule is going? I'm wanting to put a brace on my IR, but I damn sure ain't paying for a tax stamp. I can tell you right now, there, the Fifth Circuit uh, Court of Appeals just ruled but it was only going to be ruled for those three uh, individuals that brought the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And it was based on another case that I believe gun owners, I, I think gun owners of America was involved in it. And uh, that's going through a process. Now, you know, we had one already go up to the Supreme Supreme court. They kicked it back, but it wasn't because they didn't want to hear it. They wanted to go through the process. Well, same here, the fifth circuit then by, by their own merits, they ruled in favor and gave an injunction. That means they think that the other case they're watching is probably going to come out in favor of the plaintiffs. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, though, I don't, unless something major happens here in the next few days, I don't see any national injunction brought brought up or, or put into effect. So I imagine come May 30th, uh, that's find a good hiding place for it for a while. Yeah. Um, and they'll, you will be a felon oh, if you still possess one. And I don't even encourage people. I was watching a video on this already. I was 
you know, and, and, and I agree with what the guy said. I wouldn't go You're turn them in. I wouldn't worse. register them. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't go do the paperwork because that's just saying, yep, I'm okay with it. Yep. I'm okay with you guys trampling my rights. Don't do it. If you have one, I guess make it disappear, whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. But this will work its way through the courts. It probably will take a while and who knows, maybe, maybe we'll be lucky and, uh, we won't have to worry about it here after uh, 2024 into 2025. I'm, I'm uh, hopefully that answered your question, Titan. Um, yeah. I'm curious what Dan's comment is, or I kept trying to read it underneath that. Dan's? Yeah. All put right. that. He says, you guys just don't understand. Heidi Heidkamp, when she was a senator and after she was the attorney general, said it was due process because you could go to court and get your guns back after the government had seized them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's that's how they think. You know, right, but guess her. what, Clay? Guess what, Clay? Even if she's right, how much money is that going to cost? Right. I mean, thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, I got some stuff. I'm not. I, I could do it, but then I'd probably be. I'm, I mean, it's going to affect me big time to get my guns back. And when you're totally innocent, it's not like they're going to say, "Oh, hey, never mind. We'll pay your money back." No, they ain't going to pay your damn money back. And I can tell you right now, um, even when I worked for NRA, I had calls like this. You know, we have the the civil asset forfeiture still in the state, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And the guy did have his guns taken. Um, and this this wasn't an isolated case either. And it took him over two years to get him back and lots of money. Um, he said he probably wouldn't even give a damn. But a couple of those were his dad's. Yeah. And his dad had passed on. And they were just bolt action rifles. And he goes, it just it really upset Weapons me. Weapons of war, Clay. What do you Weapons mean? Weapons of war, yeah. And it, he really hadn't done anything. Um, he hadn't really he hadn't done anything that was firearm related. It had to do with a different uh, incident. He was found not guilty, but they still had his guns. Then he had to go through the whole procedure and get a lawyer to get his guns back. And it shouldn't be that way. It really, truly shouldn't. Yeah, I mean. Why they shouldn't take them. There should be, a, I mean, if these states have passed them until ho- hopefully they get overturned. Um, if they're, if you found innocent, in my opinion, they should have to pay your ass back double of what your guns are worth. I think they should. Um, that's bullshit. Just take it anyway. All right, let's move on. All right, let's move on to our next topic. Something a little different here. Um, last week, Clay and I kind of, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Brandon, you're right. Just like the bump stock, um, band thing they did there. I hope, you know, turn, didn't turn them in. You lost them somewhere, man. Well, and, uh, I know you and I discussed that. Yeah, when it came there's, out. there's three states, and they ruled in those three states. You can, I think it was like Texas, Louisiana, and, and Missouri or Mississippi mm-hmm. or somewhere. You can actually own them in those three states. It's not nationwide, but I mean, like right. Clay was just talking about with these three individuals, if this goes nationwide in bigger court cases, I mean, everybody should be, you know, hope you got your GPS where you buried them or you dropped them off your boat when your boat flipped over or whatever, you know. Yeah, um, and, and I can tell you on the brace thing, I'm, I actually that was part of my Second Amendment bullet points, one of them. So I'll talk a little bit more of that quick okay. when we go into those. Yeah. So, yeah, we were talking last week. Clay kind of went over the Ruger there with the had the its own um, illuminated sight and and uh, nine millimeter, nice little pistol. We kind of did a little review on it just for something different. Clay yeah. like Clay and I like talking gear yeah. stuff. And 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 we talked to some about Henry and somebody's like, you should, the Henry uh, big boy pistol. And we're Ooh. saying, all right, let's do it, right? So right there it is, Clayton. We got two models. What two models we got here? This is Henry's known for their lever guns and they're in their shotguns, right? The lever action shotguns. Yeah, they're they're a big thing. This is their first production uh, revolver, as far as I know. Um, I yeah. don't think there's many. Yeah, that I, so yeah. you can get the uh, 
classic six, you know, classic style six shooter. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a big boy revolver. I believe they shoot for 357 and mm -hmm. 38 special. Uh, you can get the what they call just your standard grip, as you can see there in their uh, yeah. GDM H017. But the uh, H017 <laughs> BDM, that's your bird's eye, or what do they call that? Bird, uh, bird, bird's, bird's head. head. There you go, bird's head. Doug's got that on uh, on the shotguns we shoot. Uh, you know, actually, I like the looks of that bird's head better. Oh, I do too. But I think that I think the gunfighter one's probably going to be better for shooting, and and they're made out of walnut. If, if right, Clay, is that what they're made out of? Some made out of walnut. walnut. It said, and I'm not. You know, someone knows this answer, but it almost seems to me Doc Holliday carried one pistol. He carried Walk several. Clay, whatever do you mean? Yeah, and I believe he had a bird's head on a uh, grip on the yeah. one. I just for some reason it seems like I read that somewhere. But <laughs> hey, Clay, can I, I can I just do something real quick here? I promise yeah. we're not going to go down the trail. Um, <laughs> hey, Governor Walls, you know what you are? <laughs> Nasty person. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean, we had that in the queue last week and forgot to yeah. use it. In case somebody missed that, here's what I said, Governor Walls. You know what you are for your gun control stuff. Here's what you are. Nasty person. <laughs> we had to pull that clip from the CNN town hall. It was great. Nice work, Clay. Yeah, we're just going to keep that right here. All right, back to, back to the back to the Henry Big Boy. So yeah, we were talking about the grips there, and yep. uh, and, and they come. They've got a, a quick release cylinder. I believe they're double actions, if I remember right. So you can shoot them either way. Yeah, double um, single. Yeah, got a four inch barrel, so really easy to conceal. Uh, like you said, the, they got the walnut grips, and then they got a brass trigger guard. And I guess I can put them back up here. You yeah. see that brass trigger guard? I mean, they're cool. They look like the comes down the, the, the hand, Well, it comes down the strap of the handle, too. Yeah. The, the bird's head one, like you said, kind of looks like a Doc Holiday one, and the other one kind of mm -hmm. almost looks like, like to me, like the late 1800s, early 90s, like a police pistol kind of. It almost looks like a Smith. I mean, it's yeah, got that yeah. look. I mean, they're cool. I, they're cool, man. I, I, and if Henry made them, I think they're, they're some there's some top quality stuff. they got the yep. medium side, medium size frame is what they're saying, you know. Well, um, there's a side view of Yeah, the, that's of cool, man. I like, I mean, nice I like, don't, man, the only thing I don't like, but, but to be fair, I don't like that when the sight's back just, cut in there into the into the frame like that but yeah. they do have i think two what is it two or three different front sights you can screw on right for elevation they do. yep um i gotta read it in there but yeah there was like three different ones that you can put into there yeah. so what are these things the ram blade for... front sight and then three sizes are included for there regulating the point awesome. of aim to match the point of impact so so what, what do we got what kind of calibers we got for these clayton where do they come in Gonna be 357 Magnum and 38 Special. Um, of course, you got a Perfect. 357 Mag, you can do a 38 Specials, yeah. so you can shoot both. Um, they come in at about 34 ounces, so that ain't much, really. Yeah, yeah. So, the I think the gunfighter, which one did I? I know I wrote down here what I thought. The birds, the bird's head is maybe a little like a hair lighter, like two ounces lighter, okay. yeah, for, for, a, for whatever reason. I can't remember what it was, but. But um, speaking of 38s, man, Troy had that Smith and Wesson thing out there that a gunsmith worked <laughs> on that trigger for, and oh, oh yeah, that, I mean, in 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 um, single action, that thing was just that was awesome, man. And he <laughs> shot it better than me. It was his gun. I'm I'm more of a semi-auto guy, but yeah, Troy was Troy's Troy's deadly with that well, thing. So I had my I had my revolvers out there. Yeah, you were over there blasting something else. Yeah, right? yeah, I like I was busy with my daughter for a long time right away. I mean, yep. I apologize if I wasn't that friendly no. talking with a lot of people right away. But she was she had a blast, man. She sat there for like four hours straight till my wife came and got her and just 
she, was she actually told me she had more fun shooting the the 22 revolver actually you know my my, my yeah. grandpa's revolver that i got and i love shooting that thing when i was a kid and she does so i I think awesome. I, I might have a, an excuse to get that thing Cerakoted out of preserve it a little more for. So, I, I so, remember I sat and took my little and you know my uh, little twenty two mag, my North mm-hmm. American Arms one. That little yeah, mini she one. shot that too. I was surprised how good she shot it. Actually, she was a little skeptical at first, but then when she shot it, the big old <laughs> she, grin on her face was worth it. I uh, was kind of skeptical too, and I was like, "Dang, you're hitting that hog pretty good." This, that was her favorite target. There, Doug's got a, a yeah. full size hog there, and she was picking spots out on there and getting it, but. So this thing, anyways, back to the big boy, got the transfer bar safety, which which I like. Um, yeah. A lot of people don't like safeties on pistols. I, I myself do, um, which I got kind of incorporated to a story later. But, um, you know, like Clay said, thir- 34 ounces. Overall length, nine and a half inches. Rate of twist, one, one twist and 16. Um, barrels, four inches. MSRP. Man, I was kind of shocked it was this much. 928, which, I mean, realistically, you can probably knock 100, 150 off that. But, yeah, uh, you know, that's, I don't know. I'm not a, what do revolvers generally cost that are 38s, Clay? I'm not, I'm, uh, like I said, I'm a semi auto. It's been a while since I bought one. Um, I really couldn't even tell you. Man, hey, Manda and Sporting Goods. Yeah, hey, Brandon. Brandon can chime in here. He can tell us exactly what you're selling for. <laughs> And honestly, maybe maybe Brandon's gonna get some of these in. That'd be kind of cool. I'd love to go down and take a look yeah. at it next time I'm up yeah. down. So yeah, I, I, I do gotta put out there. Caden Foss, he's one of my my son's <laughs> classmates. He says, You guys must be making liberal Larry angry. <laughs> so. Hey, all right, we got fantastic Nelson. Get him, Ruger. Let's go, boy. I love it. There you go. <laughs> That's Ruger's going back um, to my my alias I had on Facebook and on the radio. Ruger. Todd still calls me Ruger, and and uh, <laughs> feel free call me Ruger. I don't mind it. Well, Brandon's got him on order down there. He said, nice. and supporting us. Hasn't seen him yet. Hey, Brandon, uh, let us know what's what's the average. Say for a, a thirty-eight special, either in a Smith, a good carry gun. Yeah. Or more, yeah. you know, 357. Stainless maybe. and blued. What's the deal? I mean, if you got a blued or a stainless, what do you got going curious, on? You know, curious what they're bringing. Me too. Me too. Because I'm, I'm an auto loader guy. I can get it in the ballpark and that pretty good. <laughs> okay. Doug said uh, he believes uh, Doc Holiday had a cold thunder, among others. Ah, uh, right there. Yeah. There he's got it up there. Yeah. And I know Gene, he chimed in on this. And yeah, I, I think you're right, Gene. 4440 or 45. I mean, that was the, the era. He thought it could have been uh, 1873, which it might have very well been, and it could have had a bird's eye. It, it may have, I don't know, bird's head grips. I know they were kind of popular, but I really couldn't tell you who all carried it. It just seems to me, for some reason, it seemed like Doc Holiday had one. Oh, man, Brandon, open up your pockets, man. You're going to get some coins dumped in there. Uh, Lynette said Doug's birthday's coming up. Going to have to hit up Mandan Sporting Goods. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Yeah, Brandon, uh, my buddy Casey, who he didn't actually he buy his rifle from me, but he did use you for his FFL and spent about 200 on ammo in there. He blew it all up out of Dougie, so he might be swinging in there again pretty soon, too, in his, oh. in his AR. So I know I dropped a little in there on Saturday. Brandon wasn't there, but Joe was, and I had a good chat. But uh, I was shocked. It's been a long time since I actually bought 44 Magnum. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to shoot my reloads because they're more of a cowboy-type action, really. So I got some better stuff, so it'll run that action on that Desert Eagle. I was like, whoa. Well, Brandon, I, knew that, I knew it went up. So Brandon says these Colts probably going to be a little more than the, than the Henry even. Oh, really? Okay. I'm going to actually <laughs> go with the Henry because Colts kind of pulled some shady. 
shady deals on people with with uh with with, with the they gun industry. The remember that? Yeah. Something with their ARs again. I can't remember. They were going to sell them to the public. They, they weren't going to sell them to the public. They were going to, but that's when they were owned. Actually, if I remember right, under safety lock. Okay. Oh, okay. They changed. Okay. Or maybe whatever company it was, and it was actually they were. You'll love this. They were, I believe, Britain owned at one time or some some country over there in, in Europe. And that's okay. when they started making deals with the Clinton administration. And that was what the big thing was. Uh, they made all them deals with Clinton administration and caved. And I think the idea was they thought that <laughs> other ones would. People. Yeah. <laughs> Especially under the Oval Office desk. Anyway. <laughs> oh, so I just got a text here. Uh, fantastic. Nelson. That's actually my buddy, Chad Nelson. Okay. Great guy, man. Chad's awesome. <laughs> I talked to him. Uh, we used to play softball with him. I kind of almost grew up with him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's a good guy. Awesome, dude. Chad, appreciate you listening, brother. So Jay's got in here, stupid Joe Biden wants to make it hard on good, honest people like us to own guns, and he backs these stupid rules, but he's okay with donating our weapons and helicopters to the Taliban. Yeah. yeah. Left left all that stuff over well, there. Hey, he's okay with giving them to Ukraine because all of a sudden they're good for defending your country and, and people's lives, but but yeah. over here we can just give them up. And remember what first time ever, what, what happened with the AR-15? <laughs> Ukraine's the first time ever it was actually yeah. a weapon of war. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and those were donated by civilians, actually. Yeah. Like civilian companies here shipped them over there. Um, Joe was sending them full autos. We were just uh, the civilian gun companies were sending them semi autos, if, mm-hmm. if I do believe. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice picture of you, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, protect our borders for Absolutely. sure. I mean, it um, sounds like the National Guard down there in Texas kind of slowed it down a little bit, but. <laughs> i'm with you, hey, you uh, keith i i agree 100 percent the hell with ukraine <laughs> i mean clay kind of gave her the pc version of it. i did so, i but... did yeah all right well, <laughs> i'll oh. tell you what clay let's do the cnn thing real quick because we got some, and then let's get to our, our our three commercial break here yep but Go for it so okay so i i heard this story on one of the podcasts i was listening to and um there are just a few things we can get in on this. And so uh, in, um, a three-year-old child shot and injured two people in Indiana uh, on, on May 18th, on the evening of May 18th, which led to the arrest of a man wanted for murder in Illinois. Uh, the child got access to a gun. A three-year-old child, this is still blowing my mind. Remember earlier when I said this about a safety, but mm-hmm. the child got access to a gun and fired one round, striking two people in an apartment. In, in Lafayette, Indiana. So I had to think back about my kids when they were three years old. Uh, first of all, well, let me finish the story, and then we'll get in. It's not too much longer here. Uh, officers responded to a local hospital where two victims were being treated for a non, it's almost a happy ending, for treated for non-life-threatening injuries after the shooting. One of the victims is the child's mother. Um, police did not say how the child was able to access the gun or what type of weapon was used. So I can assure you, if this was an AR-15, they'd have told you right away. So it wasn't that. I can oh, tell you that. It was probably a handgun. Here's the hap- almost a happy ending, though, Clay. The second shooting victim, identified as 23-year-old Trayshawn Smith, was a friend of the child's mother who was visiting the apartment. Smith, a resident of Lafayette, Oh, baby, here we go, was then arrested for. on an active murder warrant issued out of... There? Uh-oh, Cook County, Illinois, where they got every, right. that's Chicago, if you don't know, is in Cook County, <laughs> home to damn near every gun control wet dream the Democrats want. So <laughs> it's just too, it's unbelievable, right? 
So yeah, you can't make that up. You can't make it up. You can't make it up. It's tying in with everything. So the kid, um, Clay, the kid, the three-year-old kid, I mean, I just don't – I know I said a few things on Saturday. We are talking to people about safes on handguns and whatnot, and I said I'm a fan of having safes on there. Most people aren't. This would almost be one of the reasons I would. I mean, I was never worried about my kids. They knew to keep their hands off my shit when they were well, three years old. But, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, it doesn't say. I'd like to know which firearm it was. If it was a handgun, I'd really like to know which one it was because I just, uh, yeah, my kids have been around guns their entire life. So can I give you what, can I give you my yeah. thing and what I think happened here, Clay? Go for it. So um, good old Trey Sean was wanted for murder, right? So he's obviously a criminal. He's always worried about, he's always watching his back. Trey Sean went over there to see uh, baby mama. Set his handgun down, one in the chamber, because he's always ready to kill somebody, you know. And Probably. he wasn't paying attention. Little man or little woman, whatever this three-year-old was over there, come over. You know, probably seen daddy flashing his gun around before, tried to do the same thing, grabbed onto it and squeezed the trigger and, and put one round through mama and Tracia on there. That's, I mean, that's you know my what? theory what happened. My guess is when the story comes out, if it ever does, um, yeah, there you go. Thanks, Keith. Right on the nose. I think I'm right on the money with it too, Keith. I, I, I think you are too, because you know, all of us here listening to this obviously have shots, probably some kind of a handgun. Well, mm-hmm. I just don't know if a three year old would have the strength to pull the trigger on some of them, especially some double actions. But you're probably right. I think your analogy is probably the one yeah. that happened. Yeah. I'm betting it's a Glock. I'll, I'll throw that in there, too, because Glocks don't even guy. come with a safety. So I know some Glock guys are probably not, it's crazy down that Glock. No, I'm not. No. I'm pro I'm pro thumb. See, right here, I, might, I got my handgun. See that? <laughs> I, I, I love that, even when I'm carrying, man. I just It's just me. I don't have nothing against it if you don't. And I'm, most people on here listen. I'm probably everybody listening to us, actually. Um, <laughs> they're, not, they're not worried about the three-year-old popping them. Gene says, I bet it was a Henry Big Boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But the bird's beak or the gunfighter? Probably the gunfighter because he split through two people. So he's a gunfighter. <laughs> so to expand on this a little bit, um, Clay, we, I, I don't know if you caught that second part of that article I sent you. No, I didn't, honestly. I did, okay. So is this, that was a CNN article, and there was a kind of a little link to click on here for a, a different kind of in the same ballpark thing with CNN thought anyways. Millions of children live in homes with at least one loaded, unlocked firearm, researchers say. Guilty as charged. You got me in my house for sure. Um, Some states have laws that can punish adults if they store guns irresponsibly around children, (laughs) which there is 27 of them. Um, They're called, uh, what the heck are they called here? Uh, CAP laws, Child Access Prevention Laws. Mm. And in some states, parents can be criminal liable if minors access those guns. So a few other stats here real quick. Child prevention laws very wildly. There is no overarching federal law, according to Gifford's Law Center, to prohibit the Second Amendment civil right. Um, An estimated 7% of U.S. children, or 4.6 million, live in homes with at least one loaded unlocked firearm. (laughs) So... And so, then what? And I'd like to know what their what their definition guess what, Clay, is. I'll loaded. let you go real quick before I forget. The study, which uses that from 2015, the estimate is more than twice as high as the estimates reported in 2002. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, like like I was just saying, and this is a story from 2018 on CNN. By the way, the follow up here. My, my, they, go ahead, I just Cole, love how they always they say loaded firearm or loaded. <laughs> yeah. weapon. And what's the definition? That does vary 
from uh, agency to agency, state to state, even county. Loaded is either one in the, you know, by some definitions, one in the chamber. Some places consider a mag, a full mag with nothing in the chamber. So I, mm-hmm. when I hear that, I always, eh, what's the yeah. definition? Well, years ago, I before we had uh, permitless <laughs> carry, I called, um, and they did change it. I, I called the Bismarck Police Department to ask them, and I'm like, like one in the chamber? And a gal answered, I remember. Let me put you into to, uh, enforcement. Hmm. And she's like, and I said, so loaded, is that the chamber, like the my, my magazine's full, or if there's one in the chamber? We don't care there's one in the chamber. And I go, well, what if it's a revolver? They're all in the chamber. Whoa. I'm talking <laughs> Yeah. You know, right? If you got a revolver, it's right there. It's ready to rock. And everyone that knows me, if you look at my revolvers, yes, I could load them all up. And most of them guns have a have some sort of safety mechanism like what you just read about on the on the Henry's. Mm. But I just don't do it. If I got a six uh, shooter, that's usually only got five on it. It's on an empty chamber. Mm-hmm. That's just my own thing. Yeah, I can pull it back pretty fast. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, me personally, I prefer safety. I mean, I maybe that's just the way I grew up with the safe. When I see just they're like, well, the trigger's got, you know, trigger's got, "Eh, okay, Mm. for you, cool. Me, no dice. I want, I want want to manually hit that safety off. But uh, Jay, he he had a chime in. He goes, Larry is at Target shopping for his new (laughs) butt pirate costume for his debut in the new Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, see, Larry's going to give us entertainment. Hey, remember, Larry actually had a cameo out at the Second Amendment Day. That's there. right, he did, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on a video soon enough, uh, my friend. I don't think he. All right, Clay, let's let's hit this triple. Yep. And then, uh, oh man, we're coming up on the bullet points already That's here, right. aren't we? Yes. All we right, are. we're going to come back with a two-way bullet point. Don't worry, it's, it goes longer than we always say on the bullet points too. So, oh yeah. All right, here we go with the triple ad. The 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads, so now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lower Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. It's every American's right to bear arms. At Mandan Sporting Goods, we're here to help you support your Second Amendment rights, which reads, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Whether you're looking for a pistol for personal defense or collector gun, we have the staff to help you. We also have the area's largest inventory of ammo and reloading supplies. Mandan Sporting Goods. 
the area's local gun and ammo specialists. All right. And, yes, thank you to all of our sponsors. We can't do that without them. And we love bringing this to you each and every week. So if you go in there to Mandan Sporting Goods, tell them you heard it right here at Guns in the 701. If you're going over to talk to Doug over at Colorado, tell them you heard it right here at Guns in the 701. Let them know that you heard it here so that they know that they're uh, they're supporting the right thing. That's what we like to hear. They like to hear it, too. You bet you get them blinds and shades put in by the blind guy in North Dakota. Hey, you can probably, you want to go try and get somewhere cheaper? Eh, maybe you will, maybe you won't, but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what you could do know. You're not sporting a sec, pro Second Amendment company. You won't right. know that. So I'll tell yeah. you what, Clay, we got a good text here. I forwarded to you from uh, Axe. Doc Holiday's gun. All you need to know about the legendary gunslinger. Man, yeah. we might have to do us a Doc Holiday we segment here. We may have here. to. I was just kind of scrolling through that through the break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, we love Tombstone, and a lot, most of our listeners probably oh, love yeah. Tombstone. Let's get it, man. I'm, I'm down was, with that. For that was sure. a great movie. I'm and 100%. Actually, and Kilmer did. I don't think they expected that kind of performance from him. So <laughs> I think all them good. guys did an awesome job, man. I was, yeah, they did. Loved it. Loved it. All right. So, and speaking of, of that, um, we're going to do, you know, talking about companies that are pro second amendment like our sponsors all three of them mm-hmm. guys you know they're to mm-hmm. the core i can tell you right now we're, we're talking hashing this over and i think next week we're going to start something where we're going to this has been brought up before i think marty brought it to our attention that we should yeah which it. we did last week remember i threw like we got yep. one in there real quick so we're gonna officially start in june and bring you and basically let you know who the anti-gunners are we're gonna yeah. highlight those and i'm also gonna try i think to offset it by who we absolutely know a pro second amendment company is okay. but i guess yeah. off the top of my head and then we talked about this a little bit and that's uh, buffalo wild wings guys i haven't been in there for years because they do not allow you to carry in that establishment and they don't care i brought it up with managers before at some of them the the parent company believes that you shouldn't be carrying in there so they don't want you to carry in there and as far as i'm concerned if they don't want me to carry in there they also don't need my business and they're anti-gun and that's the way i look at it so if you're eating at Buffalo Wild Wings because you want wings, there are better places, I'm pretty positive. So I, I texted Clay, and I told him since I'm always doing the happy ending, I wanted him to handle that segment. <laughs> and if you, if you like what, my, what, I, what I'm saying, we should call it. Go ahead and, and, and say that in the comments. But I told Clay we should call it Clay's Commie Company. So. <laughs> <laughs> commies. They're all commies. <laughs> Clay's Commie Companies. Trust me, there's all kinds of them out there. So, hey, Dave Fettig. Good, good to see you, David. I, I must not be on the road tonight, huh? I know he's been hauling a lot. I am hydrous here, so. Yeah. Oh, we got Jay Titan. As far as safeties are concerned, I really like the Glock trigger safety. It gives me a little peace of mind. Well, see, I put an aftermarket one in mine, the Apex, that I was showing down. It's just like the blade trigger, like a, like a, you know, like a Ruger American or the Savage. It's got that. Plus, not only do I have that, that breaks it two and a half pounds. I still have the old thumb safety. There so you go. If I, uh, you know, put it down my. I got it my down my pants there and concealed carry, which I usually don't. This is a full size baby, but I mean, if you I know, Gene asked, Gene asked a question. He says, "Can you pack a gun in Hooters?" I don't know. To tell you the truth, I've never looked at their <laughs> policy. Maybe I'll start out with that. Got a we'll different name for for something else, Gene? Here you uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, well, why don't you start us off with some Second Amendment bullet points? Oh yeah. Okay, so here we go. This we're here. So. 
Last Friday on, on PMS NBC's Morning Commie, I mean Morning Joe, um, New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan, I don't know if it's Lujan or Lujan Grisham, Democrat, Lujan. of course, um, claimed an AR-15 is, oh, here we go, Clay, it's an automatic weapon, right? Oh. So she made her comments discussing uh, the May 16th 2023 Farmington, New Mexico shooting that left three people dead. Of course, the guy had three different kinds of guns. One of them happened to be an AR-15, right? And she says, oh, man, man, it's hard for me to keep keep my concentration when I read crap like this. Here's what she said. (laughs) Frankly, no one that isn't in the military. This is a weapon of war or a trained police department. In my view, no one in America who isn't in one of those two situations should own an automatic weapon. There's no reason to own one of those. All right, first of all, it's not a weapon. Well, it is now. It is, okay. But throughout history, it's never been a weapon of war. But I got to say it again. I got a shirt that says weapons of war, bow and arrow, musket, lever. Everything's been a weapon of war. So that bullshit they say with that, no. Um, Only the police? Wait a minute. I thought you got, why would the police need it? It's a weapon of war, not a weapon of of, um, law enforcement, right? So so the police are warriors? They're weapon, they're, they're, they're going to war with who? Right, mm-hmm. and and again, it's not it's not an automatic weapon. An AR-15 is a semi-automatic. Not that it matters to these bozos, but right. to be true, it um it, it's not it's not an it's not an automatic weapon. Okay, okay, nope. M16s and M4s are automatics with select fire switches, auto loading, but not automatic. Right, right, right. So. Um, they had to just go ahead, Clay. I'm not going to hit my second one, but just no. something like that. And I'm, I can come up with something with this. These, these Democrats say this kind of shit every week. Oh, yeah. they, they, they always do. They, the weapon of war, their... the, the weapon of war thing really eats my, eats, eats me up. Hey, we were talking about the Henry revolver. Guess what? Revolvers, weapons of war. Hell, yeah. weapons fact, of war. Patton, that's all Patton carried was a, was a revolver. Yeah. So when, when Custer was at war with the with the indige over there at the little bighorn and they found him scalped and full of arrows. Because <laughs> they were at war, what'd they kill him with? Arrows, bow and arrows. And he had bullet holes in them too from lever action guns. Lever actions, bow and arrows, weapons of war. When Democrats say weapons of war, they want to ban everything. And if you think I'm not telling the truth, I'll guarantee to you if they had the chance, they'd clean every damn weapon you had out of your house. Oh, they'd take them all. They want to take everything. them all. Any knife that had a point on it, you don't need that shit. You can, yep. They're doing that crap in England. So, Gene the U, brings up that Albuquerque, it's out of control as far as crime goes. Right yeah. There. Wow. Yep. So, yep. Imagine Ever that. since the Dems took over, man. I mean, it doesn't matter. You can be in blue states or red states. Generally, red states are pro-freedom, but you can find we that, got that metropolitan area that's just diehard blue. And look at Fargo right here in North Dakota. And Guess what, Clay? Yesterday. Like um, shooting in Fargo, you know what it was? It was, uh, to me reading it and I'm probably going to come out that I'm right on this. It sounded like a freaking gang fight. Um, under 18 kid got yep. shot and killed there. The police found him dead laying, laying in the street. Like the Dems, I was like, so well, guess what? Guess where they found him in your Democrat controlled city where you guys got everything you want there. And you got wanted to ban guns and emergencies. And now you got dead kids in the street. Yeah, and, and under 18, so the new rules, especially with the enhanced background checks they just passed, 
18 to 20 year olds wouldn't have done a damn bit of good right and they're gonna add that into like into into like like it's done like it's accidental gun violence but it's gangbangers which most of their Mm -hmm. their, kids you know it's actually the second leading cause not of death not number one like they claim clay and i went over that yep but that's what they add that crap into these gang wars and gangs commit damn near 80 80 percent of the violent crime in here yeah yeah why not get them why not just like that keith you bet yep you bet it is. All right, Clayton. Well, all right. So, and, and the reason I'm going to go with this one, I got a couple of them lined up. We get them to them. Green yeah, I got another one too. You and it was because of this question we got came time. up, and this was one of them I had picked was with the the pistol brace ban. And here's what it was: It's come out of Wichita Falls, Texas. This was mm-hmm. as of May 23rd. The Firearms Policy Coalition and Christopher Lewis with Maxim Defense Industries and William T. Mock want an injunction for the plaintiffs against the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and explosives on the new pistol brace rule and that you know that just happened and that's what i was talking about they it's a three-judge panel (laughs) ironically two of those were donald trump appointees one was a george bush they're waiting to hear arguments in mock versus garland and that was the one i couldn't remember mock versus garland where the plaintiffs are taking on the atf's new pistol brace rule that would reclassify millions of pistols equipped with pistol stabilizing devices and call them short-barreled rifles. Now, what they're doing with this, guys, they're saying that the National Firearms Act is the one, same way, they, the same route they went with uh, bump stock, that that's how they can do this. The change would mean millions of Americans could become felons as of June 1st, 2023, and the window closes to register, destroy, modify, or turn their firearm equipped with a pistol brace into authorities. And that's where they're at right now. The injunction will protect the status quo until the appeals court can hear the case that has been expediated, but of course, like I said, that case hasn't went yet. And by granting the injunction, the court seems to indicate that they believe that the plaintiffs are likely to succeed on the merits of the case because that is one of their hurdles that they must overcome to receive an injunction from a court. So obviously those three, I think that the plaintiffs are going to win this and have it. And and I I agree Um, with Bruin and it came out. Everything is leading to Bruin, guys. Bruin was a huge, I don't think anyone realized how big Bruin was. It's not the end all be all, but it definitely was a, it was a great thing in our, in our cases all across the board. And that's kind of where we're at with the pistol braces. I could go into this a little more, but I will tell you that because of this, it only affects those three plain, the three people in there, which is the firearms policy coalition, Christopher Lewis, Maxim defense industries and William T mock. So it's not a nationwide one. There's no nationwide injunction. So it's going to be right there for those three. That just coming to mind um, with the with the pistol braces. Remember on Mondays uh, in the crosshairs when we were on with Jay Dillon, I mentioned that uh, the Pulse nightclub there. Yes. Right. The, that guy used a pistol brace and he killed. He locked the door. He chained the door shut on the club mm-hmm. and went in there and, and shot people. Uh, the police wouldn't go in. By the way, Omar Mateen registered democrat another mass yeah, shooter was a Dem- no. but he had that one and i know i think the guy in ohio maybe and i can't and then one of them colorados anyway my point is a pistol brace you can have like a 10 inch barrel right clay we're talking about <laughs> short yeah you're losing a ton of velocity that firearm's far less deadly obviously it's still going to kill you but then they're banned those, and then when the, when the deaths are still going to happen, they're coming for everything else here, which, I mean, like we just said, but mm-hmm. these, this pistol brace thing is a freaking joke. 
It's just something they, they demonize something, they target it and demonize it and they get rid of it and they did take a chip off the block. It, yep. I mean, it, I mean, there, there literally is millions and millions of these things that people yeah. use. Well, they've been out there for a long time. They were the ATF made a decision before. This is the problem with alphabet agencies using this kind of, uh, what do you want to say, interpretation of the law to just go ahead and make regulations. So what about the people, Clay, that actually need these things and just screw them and their self-defense? I mean, oh, if you're injured and you can't, or you're, oh. you're, you're a veteran and you need one of these things, screw you. Just, you, just... you just register with the government. It's safe that way then. <laughs> oh, God. And here's the thing is, is they use what they call the Administrative Procedures Act. That's what the ATF uses. And it even goes back to remember the Chevron case in the Supreme Court, and everyone knows what's that got to do with it? Chevron deference, yeah. Yes, and that's what they defer to, and they say because it allows then agencies. That reminds me of vast deference, anyways. But go ahead. <laughs> You're anyway. The the problem with Chevron, and by the way, it sounds like they're going to rehear a case on that and throw it out. And and it was the the ideology behind that was hey. We're in power. I know that's what it was. We're in power now. That was done during the 80s. And, of course, you had the Republicans yeah. and the conservatives in the power at that time. So they wanted to make sure that they could just overrun the Democrats by any means possible. Well, guess what? They're using it now on, on, on us through things, yeah. things like the ATF and the Department of yeah. Justice. The ATFs use this kind of crap even before the before the bump stock ban, yeah. but I mean, oh yeah, just, they've been doing it for a long. Yeah, time. you're right, Kelsey. Kelsey, incremental tyranny for sure. What Brandon got up there, ATF, yep, ten years ago. He's, I say they already yeah. ruled on this, and now you know you got yeah. a new administration. Biden wants it out of there, and that's what they're going for. And they're using all of these procedures and all these precedents. So I have a feeling you're going to see this work its way through all the way to the Supreme Court. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of that because I think this Supreme Court's ready to to basically do away with, with Chevron and completely overturn it just as they did Roe versus Wade. Um, I, I think you're going to see that kind of a landmark uh, decision and throw that one out, which will change the entire atmosphere now of what these agencies will be able to do. And I think that would be a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you said work its way through back when I was in the White House. I called it twerking its way through. Up and down. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. All right. I got I got another one here, Clay. I got another Second yes. Amendment bullet point. So um May 20th, the Chicago PD had a gun buyback. All right. You know how well these things work, right? We're gonna we're gonna buy all these we're gonna get these guns off the streets. I'm putting quotes up off the streets, which actually in Chicago is probably true, but you know, you're just going to take them away from the from the good people when you. But anyway, so a handgun they were given a hundred dollars, and assault weapons they were getting two hundred. The four hundred and fifty guns were turned in clay. <laughs> this is going to get you. So there was a hundred and thirty five unfireable replicas that people turned in, <laughs> and they actually gave them these damn gift cards for them for Christ's sake, and an unspecified number of BB guns. And the rest were, were, were fire. <laughs> Unspecified number of BB guns. They probably, that was probably the, the, damn near the rest of them. They knew that these idiots were going to give them a hundred, $200 for yeah. them. You know? and then they went and bought guns. <laughs> this <laughs> Chicago is, is unbelievable. And they, you know, well, you know, there's not much common sense there when you get rid of Lori Lightfoot and you get this Brandon Johnson in there. And this guy's, I think he's worse. <laughs> he, he might be worse than, I mean, I don't know how he get, he, he might be better looking, but, Whatever. 
That's right. Gene says gun buybacks. That's where the criminals go to steal guns and turn in for cash. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. There's no Gene. questions asked. Yeah. No kidding. That that's that's <laughs> unbelievable. So all right, Clay, you got another one or are we gonna we gonna no, get happy with it? No, I'm gonna go ahead all and right, I'm let's gonna do, do this one. This is a little bit different than what we usually do. I was roll huh? I, I can tell you, I, I read a lot of things here. I never even thought about it. You know how a lot of people get a nice collection of firearms. And a lot of times when they get ready to pass away, they want to see that kept intact. And their first thought is, well, I'll donate it to a museum. Mm-hmm. Well, this article I was kind of reading about made a lot of sense. It says a lot of people put together a significant gun collection over their lifetime. They want to see them preserved for years as they pass. And it often manifests into looking for a museum to put it on display. Sounds good, right? Yeah. But uh, it's probably not not the thing I would have ever done. Even before I read this, I would have never done that. And he points out there's like three different things there. He goes, first, he says, finding a museum that it's very rare to find one that actually has the same mission that matches you with the focus of your collection for a specific uh, way that you want it displayed. Um, and firearms. And as we all know, they cover huge amounts of history, firearm-specific things with them and of course there's a the personal connection of some people's firearms uh, you know it was their grandpa's it was this it was that so fire you know museums don't take that into account they're looking for things that draw people something unique and they can put in there that's going to be their mission if you leave it to them and and one of the conditions isn't to sell it they'll probably put be put into storage and no one will ever see them. Who knows? Like one of them Indiana Jones storage things, you mean? No, <laughs> yeah. That big warehouse. A big warehouse. <laughs> then he goes, you know, and he points out, too, that a lot of museums, especially if they got gun collections, they already have their display spaces filled. And I can attest to that. I used to make a trip all the time when I when I go out to D.C. I had to go out there at least once a year, sometimes twice. And I'd always hit the National Firearms Museum, being it was right there at NRA headquarters. Mm-hmm. And they did change things in and out. They had their permanent displays, um, you know, like they had the one with Teddy Roosevelt's guns, and the, that was always uh, pretty much a permanent one. You had the Sturm Ruger one in there. Um, that was built by a donation. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they, they did change some of them in and out because they didn't have room for them all. And if you leave an entire collection to someone like the National Firearms Museum, they probably will sell, if they can, they'll probably sell some of those firearms off just to go ahead and help meet the needs of the, of the museum, make updates, and then maybe even display a few of the ones that were in your collection. But they'll break it up most likely. So he goes, you know, the, the guy who wrote this said it's probably not a good idea because they're not going to display your entire collection probably. They might rotate some in and out, but it's not going to be what you were thinking. Mm-hmm. then he goes third he goes even if a museum has the space and shares the theme of your collection they almost certainly already have examples of that on hand and it's probably true especially a firearms museum you've been out to cody and seen that one that one's huge yeah, i'd love and, to um it, it, it's worth going to i don't think it's as good as when it was housed in the basement of that building but it's still pretty good because if a museum is not allowed to break up and sell off parts of this collection it simply ensures that many of these items will remain in perpetuity locked away in the reserve archive and that's probably true and and there is a problem with that if you've got some pretty cool historical firearms in there and they don't need multiples and they can't sell them that means nobody will ever see them again probably to me something like that is if you're worried about that and you don't have family have an auction put it out there let other collectors have their chance at it 
you know, I mean, it could raise a lot of money for your for your family selling your off your collection too. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of what this guy says. He goes, you know, if the collecting community that does most of the research and publication on firearms history, if they're not allowed to see these things, that that's going to almost be lost to history. I guess is what you could say, and no one's ever going to see it again. So, in 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 closing, he basically said, "Is it really the the right option to give it to a museum?" He goes, basically, unless you've got enough money to build your own wing and leave a bereavement to the museum to maintain it, probably not. And I, I tend to agree with him. So I went a little different route with that. No, that's cool, I just man. I thought it was really interesting. That's good information, actually. Something I like that, that no one ever thinks about. I mean, I've thought about, you know, what mine's going to do. But at this point, who knows how many I'll have. And I'm going to have to change that. I'm going to have to change my will as it goes on because the collection keeps growing so yeah yeah anyway, yeah it's kind of i thought it was some cool information yeah, that's and awesome. no one thinks about i uh looking at the comments here jay titans got uh the reason that i actually thought that was brian i don't think it is but here i'll put that up there yeah the reason i even bought my ar pistol was for home defense i wanted a lightweight maneuverable gun stupid atf wants me to become a felon for choosing the gun of choice to protect my family well, guess oh, what? Yeah. I can tell you this, Jay Titan, ATF, they don't want you to defend. They're, they're anti-self-defense, just like they're over they the Democrats. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a weaponized agency now by the Democrats, and the Democrats want to make self-defense illegal. Yep, absolutely. And Kelsey's got up your largest mass shooting in American history. It was 1890, December 29th. The Army confiscated for their own protection from the Sioux. Yep. And... Then, of course, we all know what happened. The dumbest yeah. thing ever, they were all slaughtered. Yeah, that's worked out well. Anybody that ever gives up their guns, it's worked out real well. Turn it in, man. We'll protect you. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. They also make guns in non-working order. They do. They. I've seen uh, yeah, the replica. Yeah, the replicas. Yep. That's the dumbest thing. <laughs> Turn them in. Turn them all in. Yeah. yeah. Or they got... <laughs> um, no, go ahead. Well, it's Kelsey's got... Now their descendants are all two-spirited Democrats now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how the yeah, tribes unbelievable, the right? Tribes all were probably persecuted. So, they were some of the worst that got persecuted under our on our stupidity and our own rules. And I can tell you this right now, that didn't work out well for them. They turned in their guns. They trusted their government. And now I don't get this flip. Now the tribes love the other. They love the Democrat Party. It's like they want to be taken care of from, you know, cradle to grave it's unbelievable to yeah. me i mean i can't believe they still trust a lot them. of hey a lot of indigenous people i know don't like that idea well but, I, I mean most of them do but you can tell when it comes time to vote i mean it's they're they're always going blue but the dress yep so i got a text message here um hey jamie is somebody missing a polymer ammo can with some pmc bronze 223 ammo and some remanufactured 223 ammo all fmj so if anybody's listening from two A day, um, I'll, I'll check I'll check into it a little more, Troy. But as of right now, I I don't know anybody who said anything to me. So if nobody gets back to me, man, you might as well you, know, you can keep it. But well, I had a small one, but I don't think it's missing. I'll look, Jamie, and let you know. That's genetic problem there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Tango, sure glad, I'm sure Tango glad he's cash. my co-host. Sullivan <laughs> Tango and Cash. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> genetics. <laughs> so yeah no uh i don't know i guess i don't understand why the tribes go that way i don't know why they still trust them 
and trust them now probably more than ever because you'd have thought they'd have learned their lesson, but I guess not. Yeah. All right, Clay. So we got we got one more single, and then after that, you know what we're doing, right? Oh yeah. And I never get tired of seeing <laughs> right, that intro. One more of these, and we'll be back with a happy ending. The 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads. So now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lower Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. Now again, thanks a lot to Lower Auto Repair. He's um, the main sponsor here on the show. And I can't say enough about him. His hospitality this past weekend was great as well. And, uh, does great work and he's pro gun you can't can't fight that <laughs> oh man i mean that's when i find out somebody's pro gun i keep going back but absolutely we have friends with doug and and his wife for years so i go there anyways but all right so we're gonna hit this and then uh, you bet <laughs> no <laughs> If you're new to the if you're new to the live stream or the podcast, that's the theme for the happy ending of the week here. So, so this week um, we got a man in Blacksburg, South Carolina. He was at home with his mother on the night of February second when a 29 year old intruder burst through the home's front door and began assaulting him with a blunt object. During the struggle, the man was fortunately able to reach his firearm and shoot his attacker once in the chest. The wounded assailant then left in a vehicle that had been waiting nearby and was taken to a hospital where he later, oh, died from his wounds. Oh, no. <laughs> he has so the room owner, temperature. Yeah. Uh, the homeowner was also taken to the hospital for his injuries and were later released and not charged. All right, so the happy ending right there. Homeowner defending himself using the Second Amendment rights and a gun, uninjured took care of the scumbag who's never going to freaking go into a house with a yep. blunt object and beat anybody again. In my world, that is a happy ending. Happy ending. Absolutely. <laughs> right on. All right. Well, I guess uh, I think I'm pretty much out. I, I mean, I got one yep. more to do, but I'm not good. I'm going to no, say let's, that. Let's, so. uh, let's go into what we got coming and what we're going to be Friday and, and what's happening. Because yeah. Monday, we're not going to be where normally at, Clay. So. Nope. Monday we have off uh, the KFIR uh, KFIR Plus streaming thing. They're taking the Monday off for Memorial yep. Day, so we have a Monday off, so we won't be back on until next week Wednesday. After well, right. after Friday. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but um, Clay actually did get get um, last Monday's episode from uh, in the crosshairs edited up. He's got it on YouTube. I'm going to post it on Facebook here in the next couple of days. But this Friday, 8:40 a.m. per use. 8.40 a.m. Central, 7.40 a.m. Mountain Time. We're going to be on with Mitchell in the morning, Todd Mitchell, KFOR, 5.50 a.m. We go about 20 minutes here, but it goes to about, right about 9, right? Clay, a couple yeah, minutes before. Yeah, it's, it's pretty right close there. to that. There we go. <laughs> right there. Well, uh, 
Yeah, sorry, Todd. I got I gotta mention it. I love laughing at that, but <laughs> Todd's a good guy. He takes he takes it, he takes it in all in stride. So but yeah, we're on there every Friday at KFYR five fifty AM and and then if you you know if you don't if you if you know anybody who missed the podcast tonight or the live stream, of course you can listen, you can go back and rewatch it here on Facebook or YouTube and and if they didn't tell tell everybody to go on to iHeart or any other podcast platform they platform they listen to. And uh, you can get the podcast right there. We recommend iHeart because that's what we're on. We're in, con- in conjunction there with 550 KFYR. We do that, but if it's on any other one. And, of course, like I just said, you can always come back on Facebook and YouTube and watch it again. So, Yep, absolutely. And iHeart, I can tell you right now, on all the things that we go up as far as our podcast goes out to, that's probably the one that's watched the most or downloaded. Oh, for sure most. it is. Yep, yep. We are on the others, guy. We're we're on just yep. about all of them. My heart definitely dominates. And yep. last week it ticked up again. It was good. Man, it's awesome. So, what do we got? Question here for me here. I see. Clay. Hey, JD. Yeah, right here. JD, hey, you mentioned the velocity loss in AR pistol, which is correct. I wanted to ask if you had any experience with the three hundred blackout. I went with the five five six because of ammo availability. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jay Titan, I, I have shot some 300 blackout with some of my friends. I personally don't own one in, in my opinion, that was suppressed and he didn't have subsonics, but I, I thought, I thought it was actually louder than a five, five, six suppressed, but for home defense, um, if you check it out, maybe you've seen it, maybe you didn't. Doug and I, we, we tested some home defense through his, um, through the ballistics gel with the 77 green, I think um hornaday home defense but i i my i think a 300 would blow through somebody actually easier way easier than a 223 would um that heavy bullet going that slow i I mean that's got way more carry through i think you because people are always worried about going through right clay and going through the next wall i think you're going to do that with a 300 blackout from from shooting it that was the second amendment day actually about four or five years ago whereas if you get like a ballistic tip I mean, Doug and I are going to try it on it, like on his gel, like 50 grainers, ballistic tips, and even 50 or 60 grainers are going to try them because I think they're going to blow up and go in somebody, blow up and knock them out, whereas a heavier, like that 300 blackout, because those are usually like 220-grain bullets. I well, mean, that big sucker is going to carry right through you and, and, and go through and do what you don't want it to do. I mean, in my black, opinion, we're going to find out. The blackout's a short-range gun, but it's got power. That's what it was built for. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that 350. I mean, 300, 300 blackouts even. I don't even know if it's on par with that 350 Legend. But like I said, that 220-grain bullet coming out of there, even at, you know, sub-2,000 muzzle velocity, still going to go easily through a person. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There you go. There's Doug. Sounds yep. like the next test. Yeah. Absolutely. So hopefully we can have an answer for you. Yeah, we're going to get an answer. Well, I guarantee you. I'm not saying the immediate future, but sometime before summer's <laughs> out, we're definitely going to get you an answer. So, yeah. So, uh, and then, we'll, of course, we're going to be putting up another weekly poll here. Um, we just got to decide what it'll be. If you guys got any suggestions, let us know. Um, we, we love it. We, we've actually taken some, and that's what we've done with them, and they become our poll questions. So. Yeah, more. Yeah, so we'll have a new poll up at some point tomorrow. Thanks everybody who, who voted on there. Hell we yeah, appreciate absolutely. it. It's, it's fun. I love going over these polls. If uh, if you guys got any um, anything you you think you'd want us to try for a poll, feel free to either if you know our text number, do that, or, or get Clay at GunsInThe701.com or JD at GunsInThe701.com, and and at some point, either sooner or later, we'll get that poll up for you if we think it's worthy, which absolutely. we probably will, right, Clay? 
Probably. <laughs> We're pretty easy going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, Clay. I tell you what, man. Um, all right, let's go with Gene's question real quick here, and then let's. Okay. Uh, let's see. Gene has got home defense short weapon. Try a 19 inch BBL 12 gauge <laughs> and number four buckshot. Absolutely. You know what? What have I always said? I'll take a shotgun any day. I I just I can tell you right mm-hmm. now. The shotgun gets it done. It's going to accomplish what you need done. And you don't even have to be real accurate. Just point in the direction. Hey, Jay Titan, appreciate that. He says, thanks, guys, supporting the channel and and loves it. Good good people. Thank you. You're good people for supporting us. Appreciate that. St. Caden Foss, good show. Thank you, Caden. Appreciate it, buddy. Um, I tell you what, me and Doug down. have actually talked about trying some some uh, box shot in in the uh, in the ballistics in gel. The ballistics we got gel. a lot of plans for it. In fact, my my youngest Clay, who is out there, uh, T Money, she uh, she wants to she volunteered her services to do the twenty two ballistics gel home defense uh, test because we got plenty. I mean, I actually have like some self defense environment around, not mm-hmm. just hollow points. It's a segmented twenty two with a higher velocity. So we want to try those in the ballistics gel and. And um, Dougie's got plenty of that. He's got deep pockets for biting. <laughs> that was a joke, Dougie. Got that. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're gonna. We got a lot of there. stuff coming up this summer, man. We're hoping this fall. So DJ put up there. He goes, "Yeah, we have a JIC with buckshot over the bedroom nice. door." <laughs> Perfect. It works. It works. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say one more thing, Clay. Yeah. We actually tried. I had. I was gonna try it before. Was the it was the like the small. You see the little ten packs of the of the twenty two and shotgun. It's some kind of tannerite stuff. We okay. mixed it up. Man, we didn't get any videos of. It. I don't know how, but that stuff worked freaking great. Remember that? Like we stuck that to the steel gongs and to a. I think I got oh. one where we stuck it to a water jug. That's right. And That's my right. daughter shot in blue. That that stuff works awesome. Yep, so if you, if you ever really see good. that. It's pretty affordable. Um, I'm pretty sure Brandon has some at Mandan Sporting, as I know he has Tanny. I, I got to get some more out of there. I'm out of it now, but but yeah, those little like 22. It says 22 and shotgun targets. Th- go ahead and if you wanted to have some fun with them, go ahead and get them. Those things work great. I, I, I'm gonna buy some more of myself. David, there from 1760 Sports calibers for close quarters are fun. I may have to offer up my 450. So yeah, oh, 100 percent, Dave. I'd love that, man. That's that's a, anything like that. that's fun. That's fun. Love it. But well, yes, we're gonna call it a wrap. But we're gonna you wrap bet, up Clay. a little different. Uh, basically, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank our sponsors. Can't do it without them. Laura Auto Repair, the Blind Guy of North Dakota, Man and Sporting Goods. Thanks again to all them great sponsors. And let them know you heard it on Guns in the Seven Hundred One. If you're stopping at Man and Sporting Goods, ten percent off if you tell them you've done that. So. You know, I think Do I forgot it. to actually say that Saturday. <laughs> I was in mm-hmm. there. Did it okay. to yourself. There, you look like that's that right. guy in that video. There, that little picture you put that's up. That's right. That meme. <laughs> uh, and of course, we got Friday coming up on Mitchell in the morning again, seven forty Mountain Time, eight forty Central, five fifty AM Radio. We'll be off on Monday, so we'll be back here on Wednesday again, six o'clock PM. So what uh, do you think of that? Are you cool with that? I put that on there. I, I got like some pictures that. And se- all right. All right. It worked pretty right. good, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. So I I'm- like how you're doing. How you're giving her kind of a, <laughs> tell you what. Bidiatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, we were shooting at the 460 yard gong there. I think somebody just pegged it and. Could have been. Uh, yeah. 
anyway, anyway. all right awesome man it's fun it's time awesome. appreciate everybody tuning in and first time listeners thanks again rest of you guys um you know well, keep sharing it liking appreciate you and guys you. it's memorial day weekend so remember why we're here this weekend if you can go to one of the memorial day services coming up there'll be several on monday i, I really highly encourage you to go do that just to show that you yeah. support the men and women here that have died and, and sacrificed to keep our freedoms like the second amendment and remember this ain't veterans day this is memorial day this is to honor those that have fallen and kept us free all these yep. years so yeah please make sure you try to try to remember that have and if you fun. don't get anywhere like clay says to do it hey and if you're on any social media share yep. something for these guys i mean like clay said they're dead a lot of these guys are 18 when they died man and Yes. I bitch about stuff on a daily basis, third world problems, first world problems, I mean. And I mean, these guys are dead and they're 18 and I'm 52. So life can, can be a lot worse. Than, oh. go, going on to the, the Normandy beach is storming in there, knowing that the probability of you not coming back is yeah. pretty high. Those were men of steel. Wow. Yeah. Right. Normandy's just, just one of them. I mean, there's, you know, that, that's the most famous one, but I mean, you got, stuff, well, you, would, you, you got, you got Saipan and numerous places in, 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 in yep. the Pacific war. It was brutal, brutal, brutal unbelievable brutal. stuff. War was man. hell. Was, they still are. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm yeah. going to end it here and I'm going to end yes, it with sir. a little tracer, uh, little All action. Right. We'll Good let idea, that play kid, out yes. and then we'll end the stream. And again, guys, thanks for listening. Keep your powder dry and we will see everybody. Friday morning on 5.50 a.m. We'll Let's see be tuned in, and we'll see everybody on Wednesday. So you talk bet. to you all later. Y'all like tracer rounds? I love tracer rounds. They're even better when we're suppressed. We got us a gonga, the gongola gongola out here at 200 yards, you know, gongola gongola. All right, zoom in on that. We got 10 rounds here, baby. Let's have us some fun. Let's have us some fun. Oh, yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed that. I know I did. <laughs>